All right, welcome everybody to a new episode of the OTT Podcast. My name is Tyler Thompson. I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Kentucky Sports Radio, and today I'm joined by Fake Barney as we finish our Friday Night Lights rewatch slash recap. Barney, how you doing? It's been a long journey, um, but a nice journey. I, you know, first time through the series. Um, will it be the last? I don't know. Um, Probably the it. last time you you will ever watch season two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I liked season five. I think it was yeah. my favorite. Yeah. My husband and I were talking about that last night, or I guess we finished it two nights ago. Um, it's just so good. Like it's, we'll talk, we'll have another episode next week in which we talk about like our favorite episode or our favorite series and do kind of like a whole series recap. But yeah, season five is up there with season one, I think for me. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so we had to get Rayburn in here. So if you are listening to this, we're also doing it on our YouTube channel, the KSR Digital YouTube page. Um, so you can see Barney's fun Zoom virtual backgrounds and my East Dillon hat and his Panthers hat, which kind of doesn't really show up with the virtual background. Are you trying, well, I'm to, trying to, I'm trying to put it, I'm trying to put it on coach. Yeah. That's not really working. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> It's a nice thought, though. Thanks. Uh, I'd like to thank our, our five Russian bots for their – they're always always loyal viewers of our YouTube series. Well, they're all named Minka, and so they have that in common <laughs> with, with Lila. Right. They really enjoyed last week's episode. So Yeah, did they? <laughs> and YouTube hasn't it, taken them down yet, which is great. Oh, that, oh that's, that's so nice. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you go and – and visit their website. Uh, I'm sure they requested that you that you give them a, a click or two. No, no, I, I to support them the way that they're supporting us. Right. You I know what's always weird about the Russian bots thing is they they like pick a specific time and they're like on the video, so it's like 16 seconds in, so you see like the timestamp and it's like, "Ooh, you look nice!" <laughs> like 16 <laughs> seconds in. What are they like? Ooh, you look nice. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds Russian at all. That's, that's, <laughs> we'll work can you Can you use that same voice and say goodbye, Mr. Bond? Goodbye, Mr. Bond. Goodbye, Mr. Bond. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's very, that's, that's like villainy. Working on it. Working on it. All right. So last week we did uh, the first half of season five. Now we're jumping into episodes seven through 13 and wrapping up the series. Um, I figure because, you know, when you go through the end of a series, you're going to want to talk about the series finale. So we can just kind of go through where each character is in the finale um, and kind of how they got there and what we thought about their, you know, journey this season. Well, again, we'll do like series stuff next week. But um, let me go ahead and share my screen and we'll hop right in. Um, let's start with Riggins and Tyra. Um, oh, Tyra's got new hair. What a shock. Well, yeah. It, so let's talk about this. Because if you've been watching this series, I don't think that, that Riggins and Tyra are like soulmates. They, I think they were trying to do that with Lila, right? Like, no, so, I think that I think that they were. I got okay. that. I feel like they always were kind of like drawn to each other. 
Uh, yeah, um, I mean, they were dating like, when the series began. But, but, but it was – but, like, when things went south with either one of them, that was the porch they ended up on. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't buy Riggins and Tyra as much as I would have bought Riggins and Lila. Um, and I thought it was kind of weird. It was almost like they couldn't get Minka Kelly. Like, I wonder what she was doing. And so they're like, no, oh, I, feel like I feel like Riggins and Lila are from different worlds. I feel like yeah. Riggins and Tyra make a lot more sense. Maybe so. But in, in like the fact that her hair is brown, it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, maybe people just forget that she's not actually Lila. And I don't know. I didn't buy maybe it. She just well. realized, maybe she just decided that that was the one thing that Lila had that she didn't was the brown hair. And so she just decided that, you know what, um, I'm going to make this decision easier for, for Riggins. Maybe so. 33. Yeah, so they end up together. And she's kind of the one who – she shows up because Riggins is having a hard time when he gets out of jail. He's got a lot of anger. Like the second half of the season five kind of deals with him kind of coming back into society. He clearly hasn't forgiven his brother. Um, he, I like that storyline. It didn't seem, it didn't drag did. out in a way that some others did, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think it was as good as it could have been. Uh, Cause it wasn't just like he was going to get out of jail and everything went back to normal. Right. It, it had, there had to be some kind of fallout from that. Um, and so she is Tyra comes along and is kind of the only one who can pull him out of that anger. Like he, she shows up at the bar. So he gets a job working at buddy's uh, bar and he's like fighting with a customer and she walks in and kind of makes a joke and then he, you know, he laughs and, you know, kind of snaps out of it. So it looks like Lila's sniffing my hat. It kind of, <laughs> yeah. She's like, ooh, ooh, fake Barney, your hair smells so good. <laughs> so Barney, if you're not watching on YouTube, has the Minka Kelly, John Mayer background, which See, if you do it that way, it looks like John Mayer. Yeah, you could be kissing John Mayer if you just keep turning your head. Speaking of kissing John Mayer, um, we'll send him a virtual kiss by way of the OTT podcast. Today is John Mayer's 43rd birthday. Really? Uh, happy birthday to John Mayer. Um, uh, a big fan of the show. I'm yeah. sure if he were to find it. He, you know, the Russian bots just let him know where it is. So, Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would have guessed that's how old John Mayer was, but he's one of those people. I, I think it's kind of hard to judge what age he is. How old would you have thought John Mayer was? Late thirties. I don't know. Really? I guess I'm getting towards my late thirties. I'm mid thirties. So maybe, maybe I should have gone with the forties after all, but. Are you mid thirties or are you kind of on that second half? I'm mid thirties. Come on. I think 36 counts as mid. That's not late. That's what 37's for. So would you say that the number four is closer to 10 or the number six is <laughs> closer up. to 10? Shut up. The number six is close to five. How about that? <laughs> okay. So Riggins and Tyra, anything else about them? I mean, we end up, uh, Riggins is working on his land. He and Billy made up in the finale and they're building a house together. There was some crazy talk that he was going to go to Alaska and work on the pipeline, which was stupid. I could see that. I could have seen that. That seemed very Riggins, except yeah. for Texas forever. Yeah. I mean, but it's the whole thing. Texas and Alaska are kind of the same. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Um, so yeah, I, that's, I think it ended up in as good a place as it could have ended up with Riggins. Um, again, I think, I think every girl wishes that Riggins ended up with them, but, uh, if Riggins was going to end up with someone, I guess it might not be, be Tyra. I still think he'll end up having an affair with Lila when they're both like, you know, 50 or something, or maybe not. I mean, come on. I, I, I think that story will go on. So maybe so. Maybe we should. Maybe we should um, do. Uh, I think that that Tyra was only like thirty five dollars on the um, to get the actress that played. We could ask her how things are going. We could. We could like how she would have predicted the arc because she was still that character was still in college doing her thing, and she was very much about. I'm not going to sit around and Dylan and just be your girlfriend. Like, right. If it works out, it works out. And you all, you know, we know that we love each other and whatever. Um, but I kind of admired Tyra for that. Like if she had just been, okay, I'll move in with you and I'll live on this farm and Dylan and we'll be happily ever after. It would have been like Tammy. I would have been disappointed in her. So Yeah. I liked it. I liked Tim, you know, getting to keep his land and, um good good ending i mean you know was it a bad ending for any character whoa hey that's loud <laughs> what was that <laughs> you hear that yes somebody like in the yard uh, not my yard but it sounds like they're like in my house <laughs> it's okay what is that i don't know <laughs> sounded like a lawnmower or is there it's a drone? Is there a drone above your head or something? No, it's it's some sort of yard device, but I'm not I'm not paying for that, so I'm not I'm not sure. <laughs> your neighbor. I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I was gonna ask, I don't remember this in the finale. Did we ever see the dog again? Where where's Skeet? no? We haven't seen the dog in forever. That's why. The f- you just looking at the dog in your background is like, what is, what's the deal with the dog? That was very short-lived. The dog should have been running around like while they were working on the house. Maybe Riggins ran over it or something and they just didn't want to tell us. That would be really sad. That would be something Billy would do. Okay. That would be something Billy would do. All right, we're going to move on to Matt and Julie. Yeah. <sighs> so Matt and Julie end up together. Um, after her ridiculous trip to Chicago where she runs away from her problems yet again and basically just plays house with Matt. And then they have that, oh, yeah, Barney's got his multiple Julie backgrounds rolling on the Zoom. Um, so she comes back and try. it seems like gets her life back together. And then in the finale, Matt Saracen comes back and proposes in front of the Alamo Freeze. Good stuff. And, Just like every girl is is always wanted. Right, exactly. I mean, it was sweet. If you've listened to this podcast or watched us on YouTube, you know Julie's my least favorite character, but it's what it is. You know, I'm glad they got their happy ending. I don't know if it's so the coach and Tammy clearly objected to them being engaged. Well, so I mean, and Julie should have too. I mean, how about the how, my, I had done as my realist moment. Tammy opening door to Matt with fake smile. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, that Hi, was y'all. so great. Come on in. 
But yeah, I mean, stole grandma's ring, proposed to the Alamo freeze, uh, and scared to talk to coach. I mean, come on, Sarazen. That was a great moment when he goes to ask coach's blessing, which he didn't do before he asked her to marry him. Right. And he's but like, he well, we kind of did it and don't really need your help. So. Oh, coach was so great. He was so pissed off. It, that yeah. was classic. Um, but you know what? Right. I'm happy for him. It, I don't know in the little epilogue shot that we got at the very end, like you can't really see. Obviously, they're living together in his apartment in Chicago, Julie and Matt, but you don't right. see him still wearing a ring and it doesn't appear that they're planning a wedding. So maybe they're just – together oh i miss it she wasn't wearing maybe grandma realized that matt stole her ring um, maybe. and asked for it back um but yeah like i didn't do like shot by shot to see like i didn't zoom in or whatever but. was that the re so the reason we put up with grandma for five seasons was so that you know matt could steal her ring i mean couldn't she just left it to him in her will grandma had some great moments in the end of season five i mean when yeah it's a shame that she with, won't remember him oh you are so mean <laughs> I liked Coach's speech about marriage, though. Wasn't it good? Yeah, it was good. And well, let's go ahead and we'll just jump into Tammy and Eric. Um, their storyline, I think, kind of dominated the second half of season five. Um, they've always had this, like, picture, you know, picture-perfect marriage. They seemed like a model of what to do and everything. But they faced some really big problems. And that, for me, was like the most real moment, I think, was them compromising, or I guess coach compromising at the very end to say, you know what, you have given up so much for me for 18 years to be a coach's wife. Um, I'll come with you and be a dean's husband in Philadelphia. Like, but before that, everybody danced to Conway Twitty. Um, and which which was which was I think a nice farewell to Texas. Yeah, yeah. It's what did you make of the whole battle between Tammy and Eric over her taking the job? Oh, I thought it was great. I mean, perfect, perfect way to end the series. Perfect way, you know. And then it's like he's starting over again, and um, and it's me, you know. It's awesome. Yeah. It's perfect, perfect ending. Most satisfying finale um, since the Friends finale. Okay, That's probably around the same. Probably around the same time. Yeah, so um, this was twenty ten or twenty eleven. So when was the Friends finale? Uh, I was in college, um, so two thousand six, two thousand five, two thousand two thousand five, maybe so five to six years after. So yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like 15 years after for me because I'm the first time watching it. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say best finale I've seen since the Friends finale. Okay, that's high praise. I agree. It tied all the bow. It tied all the bows. Everything that you wanted to happen happened. Um, you know, and just perfect, perfect ending um, with the lights turning, the Friday night lights turning off. Like it, that was that was maybe a little much, but but you know, let, yeah. give them that moment of cheese. Yeah, and the two of them walking off the field together. Um, there were so many great moments uh, with the finale about the just callbacks to, like, the premiere, like, the series premiere, like, the first episode. Um, they started the episode with, like, a media day-type setup with, like, the tents and all that, which you saw in the first episode in the pilot. Um, there were some musical callbacks, too, which I thought were really cool. I missed those. 
Yeah, well, it actually wasn't in the finale, but I think the penultimate episode, they had uh, the song Devil's Town. They played that Oh, yeah, again. yeah, I did pick up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was great, because I love that song. Um, yeah. Yeah, but just, yeah, I mean, I, I wrote down in my notes, okay, we get it, Tammy, 18 years. Like, okay, we, we, we get it. Well, so, it's but just I liked, perfect. I liked it. It was good. Um, this is my favorite season. Uh, I loved um, – I loved everything about um, the Vince storyline, how things, you know, with his dad. Like, I liked his dad. So we talked about that in the in the first half. How much I didn't want him to fall off the wagon, but so I was I was annoyed by that. But um, you know, it was really cool to see the shot with the ring. Yeah. You know, so you knew that they won. So that and the cool. banner they had a banner up that they took yeah. down. So right. let's talk about that real quick. So um, obviously what brings us to the, the end of the series was yet more school district drama, like another chaotic school board meeting where right. the, because of like budget issues, there can only be one football team between Dylan and East Dylan, which is kind of ridiculous. Can we all me. know whose right. team that's gonna be so there's the a super team. right there's a super team that's formed and the player the best players from east dillon come over to west dillon to play and they want there's a no coach west dillon. just one dillon panther your hat belongs in a museum mine is uh an actual relevant team that still exists that's <laughs> true so in the in the end, Vince ends up a Dylan Panther, which is just kind of crazy. Um, but I think it I think it's good because it just kind of brings it all together, and you get to see Tinker and Vince and the Dylan, you know, practice and the uniform and all that, and you get to see Buddy riding around on his golf cart again. And right, but Buddy Buddy coming back and being a Panther again, mm-hmm. you know, He's so happy. I mean, he. It's the perfect thing for Buddy. And he, you get to see at the very end, like you see that sign that he's got in his golf cart. He installs it in the locker room. So even though Coach Taylor turned down the five-year super contract, whatever it was, to go to Philadelphia with his wife, he's still there in spirit. Yeah. Um, did, did we ever find out who ended up as the head coach? Was it probably Mac or – I don't know if we ever saw that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I was going to say that it was annoying that we that we didn't see any games. uh, You know, like we would get like little clips of them. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, And so that was a complaint that I had. Um, And then also, um, well, I wanted to talk about your girl Becky. Oh. My girl Becky, clearly, I hate Becky so much. So, I want to take up for Becky though. She was not as bad in the second. What half. did Becky do wrong by talking to Tim in the front yard? I mean, oh my gosh, what a horrible girlfriend! She had a conversation next to his truck. Like, let's cut Becky some slack. Like, she's not allowed to talk to somebody in the front yard. It's not like they were, you know. I don't know, like having dinner together or something, you know, <laughs> like having dinner with a woman that's not your girlfriend. <laughs> you know, but I'm saying like, yeah, they were just talking in the front yard. It's a public place. 
why why did we get so why were we supposed to be so mad at Becky about that? Did I miss I don't something? think we were. I think that we were supposed to realize that Luke is just really insecure and jealous. So Well, I think I, I got a hot take. Okay. I think I think coach did wrong by Luke. Okay, you keep saying this, but I mean and he went to like Poop State and he was like the he was like the star of the Panthers of the Panthers before coming over to East Dillon. It was all these hopes. He was going to be the one to turn it around. He was the star running back. You know, coach puts him on defense and he ends up at Poop State. Like, what's the I I, I don't well, actually he ends up in the army. So Yeah, but his like his whole thing, his whole dream of football fell apart when he was good. And he came back from his injury, or I mean, coach shouldn't have played him during that. Um, he should not have played him when he was knew he was hurt. He went and put him in the game, um, and then you've got a situation where uh, we're supposed to think that coach is so awesome with handling the college recruits and everything. And you know, hey, let me take care of your recruitment, you know, Vince, and let me take care of all this for you, Luke. And he ends up just totally messing Luke up, I think. Well, I I sort of agree with you. I mean, Luke did get a chance because Coach benched Vince for a good part of the second half of season five. So, Luke even – he played quarterback. I think he wasn't supposed to play quarterback. I mean, like, even if he was going to be on defense, go to bat for him the way that you go to bat for, you know, Vince and and Jason Street and all these other guys. I mean, like – he got him that visit at, like, whatever that college was. Like <laughs> Eastern North Carolina Tech and Agriculture. Yeah, what the heck, Wesleyan. Man. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's even a hot take to say that Coach just totally screwed up with Luke. Well, I think, I think the, the conversation between Luke and Riggins where Luke was like, you know, he was asking Riggins who went to San Antonio State for, like, two days or whatever. Right. When did you know that, you know, that football was going to be over and how did you deal with that? Or it was something along the likes of that. And it was right before state. And uh, Riggin said, the one thing you can do is just play your heart out in state and leave your cleats on the field. Yeah, that was good. Remember Riggins did that. Well, he um, had to do that because coach didn't – coach screwed up with him too. I mean, that was the only option that he had. He couldn't go to a real college. I mean, I think it's just the realization that Luke is not as good as Vince. Luke is he was not supposed good. to be good. He was supposed to be this big Dylan Panther star. I mean, that's why whenever they had the the incident with the mailbox, that it was like ooh, because I mean, it was like yeah. Luke. I mean, I don't know. Is he good or is he not good? I mean, like, is he just high school good? Like, I they didn't do a good job, I guess, of explaining that. While you're talking about Riggins too, and he's and he's looming over your shoulder. How is it that he can't get a haircut, but he's got three hundred dollar Ray Bans? Uh, you know, I, gas I was, stations. Come on. No, the one, not the ones he had in the at the finale. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that was I a nice. That was a nice product much. placement shot there. Yeah. Did you find it weird that Luke went to the army? No, not at all. Okay. I mean, it just seemed he had I always thought that talked was about. Perfect. I actually talked about that with Baby Bop. I was like, yeah. he he. He seems like a great kid. Um, he seems like that was a perfect fit for him, especially since things were kind of um, uncertain for him at home. That seemed like a place where he could go that's sort of structured, that, you know, yeah. he could get – he could figure out – Luke didn't – the Luke doesn't know what he wants in life. He doesn't know what he's good at. He's not sure what he um, 
And I think he could learn that in the Army and then come back and be, you know, a better citizen than he would have been before going to Army. That's, that's fair. That's a good way to look at it. I know it. a lot of people like that, like from my high school that, yeah. you know, weren't really ready for college or didn't really know, you know, just had a lot of stuff happening and the Army was really good for them. Okay, cool. I just, he always talked about being on, like, on a farm and stuff, and I guess he can end up doing that. Yeah, I mean, he could, and then, you know, in the Army, you can get, was it, uh, they'll pay for your college or whatever, so, I mean, he could go and get a degree in, you know, agricultural engineering or something, and come back and do, run the farm, you know, uh, I thought, I thought it was, I like that call for him. And meanwhile, Becky is is keeping his state ring safe for him. She's yeah, no, that was. Him off that at the was bus I bet you like that. <laughs> it was very sweet. Um, <laughs> who else favorites. are we forgetting? I think we had. How about when Eric chased the TA with the tricycle? That was great and kind of scary. Like, bet, like most awkward moment. Most awkward moment was Tammy finding the TA. Yeah, yeah, that was. Very cringeworthy. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. And just, she's so full of just, okay. <laughs> now she'll be all right. What was your, what was your uh, sports moment? State. Even though, okay. like, like you said, we didn't get a ton of. Yeah, it was just flashes. It, and we yeah, didn't see the end. Right. But, but I think that was so great. That was yeah. what, what I kind of loved about it. That was it. your best sports moment? Yeah, well, I mean, because it looked like they, you know, it was a last minute Hail Mary and he threw it. It would have been so easy to just show them, like, you know, catching it and winning and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But I thought, I thought it was neat how they did that. Yeah, how they showed – you saw Vince with the rings. He knew they won. Yeah, yeah. and then – yeah. So, I, I, I think my favorite storyline outside of the major stuff, like Tammy and Eric and Vince, um, I'm going to go with Jess, who started shadowing Coach Taylor because she mm -hmm. wants to get into coaching. I thought that was really cool. That was cool. Very progressive, very feminist. You go, girl. Yeah. Um, oh, you've decided to be a feminist now. After oh, the you, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, you get all our, our, our all of your, your women viewers will come back now. You know what? Nobody sided with you in that debate. Well, they, I, the Russian bots, I'm sure, did, but they got kicked off of, of before they could comment. <laughs> um, They're so I had, Okay, I had a really good old school – all right, so I'm going to give you some hints. Let's see if you drew the same UK parallel that I did. All right. Okay. I'm going to say three words and and then and just and, and then the UK parallel, I'll give you a hint, was during the tubby time. Okay? Okay. The three words are Samoan war dance. So during the tubby time? So going back to the tubby time, think about what happened during the war dance, and then there's a UK, a direct UK parallel. I have no idea. All right. I so, mean, I know like Ty Winyard did the haka, but that's. Josh so you remember what happened during the Samoan war dance? The hairline fracture. Oh. Jason Parker, Big Blue Madness. Do you remember? Vaguely. <laughs> Yeah, so Jason Parker uh, came from – he was a transfer, I think, from Carolina. Mm -hmm. um, and was and we had never seen him play for the Cats. And in Big Blue Madness, in the tunnel – and I bet Ryan Lemon knows a lot about this because he was covering UK during that time. But in the tunnel was doing a dance and got uh, 
a fracture, and we, he never played for the Cats. Um, he was supposed to be our big star um, that year for Tubby. And I immediately thought of Jason Parker when they had the Samoan War Dance hairline fracture story. Buddy like Jr. I, wasn't it Buddy Jr. who got hurt? Yeah, yeah. Buddy and, and and doing the stupid dance like wasn't even a game related injury. Yeah, and, it, and that was just like Jason Parker in Big Blue Madness. Uh, before Big Blue Madness, it was they were in the tunnel, and then the whole team comes out, and yeah. So that was our, our, our Jason Parker callback moment of the episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, a very <laughs> short UK career. Yeah. Um, it's also, wasn't there a football player? Who was it? Alex Montgomery, I think, that got hurt celebrating a touchdown mm-hmm. or something. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Dumb way to get hurt. But. And then Alex Poitras, who almost got hurt in the dog pile. Yep. In 2014. Yeah, man. Be, be careful. When you're, as, when you're dancing you, – yeah, dancing is dangerous. Dancing is dangerous, as Footloose has taught us. <laughs> yeah. um, another good sports moment, you brought up the, the Haka War Dance. I thought that was fun, but I also really loved when the team would, like, run over to Coach's house and run over to Billy's house. Yeah, and, like they'd, they'd, like, do their little, like, you know. That was cheesy, but it was good. Oh, it was super cheesy. It was yeah. like straight out of like Remember the Titans or something. Right, yeah. Uh, I thought that was Are we going to watch the movie? Are we going to watch that after we do our finale? Let's do after next week's episode, let's watch the movie. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I've never Have you ever seen the movie? I think I did when it first came out. Yeah, I've never uh, seen it either, so It's be been good. a long and it's on HBO because I have YouTube TV so it keeps like popping up. I guess cuz I watched so much Friday night. So we have to build us we have to build this one to Matt Jones. <laughs> I don't I, no, we don't have to build this one to Matt Jones. Um let's see, what else did I have? Least favorite storyline, you kind of touched on this. For me, it was Vince's dad um backsliding into bad habits. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, and it was still kinda, a good storyline. It just was disappointing. Yeah, and he kind of hijacked the recruiting thing, which kind of rubbed off on Vince. Um like right. the moment where Vince lied and said that the reason he missed practice was because his mom relapsed yeah that was that, that was really cool. upset me uh, yeah and it kind of mine was billy billy's just the worst <laughs> you hate him so much he is just the worst he's I mean, the not great the, the parking lot of the um oh that was my, my billy gillespie moment with uh after he and Tim fought at the strip Fine too. Yeah. Billy's like crying on the front. Or on was, the- there, was there any other option for a Billy G <laughs> moment? <laughs> Not really. Um, all right. Well, let's take a minute and we're going to hear from today's sponsor. Let's hear from MyBookie. Uh, Barney, have you gotten into the MyBookie action yet? Yes. That's in, exciting. In, in my heart. In your heart. Well, you know what? This weekend is the perfect opportunity because between the NFL, college football, and Major League Baseball playoffs, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you can turn your game day into a payday with my bookie. So um, they've got everything you need, game spreads, championship futures, player props. So if you feel really good about this Kentucky basketball team, which you should, you can probably go ahead and bet on them to win the 2021 national championship. So, yeah, I want to go to my bookie to see 
the odds. I think it would be really – that would be fun to see what the odds are now. And even even if – you know, yeah, just to, just to check that yeah. out. So that's cool that they've got that on there. Totally. MyBookie.ag. If you sign up and use the promo code OTT to claim your deposit match, they'll match you dollar for dollar all the way up to $1,000. So it's a bonus designed to kind of get newbies into it without as much risk. So if you're listening to this and you want to try it out, use the promo code OTT. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag. We should do a, a MyBookie uh, what are what do we think the odds are of X happening? So like the my bookie odds of of um of a Riggins Lila affair when they're fifty, you know? Oh you man, say? I would definitely put that at like minus one fifty or something. I'm so ter- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so about, terrible at like about what would the my bookie odds be of uh, over under three years coach Taylor championship in Pennsylvania. I think that's a good line. So I would go under. Okay. So, and under three years, he will have led the, what were they? The Patriots or the Liberty bells or something, something like something that. to. So, yeah, I, I would say that's a pretty safe bet. We should which, come up for, for our next episode for the finale. We should come up with some good, my bookie odds for like that. Uh, for several scenarios. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, other things I had on my list, my cringeworthy moment was Tim's welcome home from jail party. Oh my god! Why do you have a party for that? Like, <laughs> clearly I mean, I see looks how it looks so unhappy. Good, it was it was kind of like a bless their heart. Like it was like a good idea, but <laughs> but someone didn't give that a lot of thought. Yeah, I that was hard. And then like one of our listeners, if you've ever had a welcome home to jail party that went well, let us know. At Miss Tyler Taylor's uh, KSR. Right. Um, Other things we talked about. uh, Most real moment, like I said, for me was the coach, coach and Tammy career debate because ultimately it showed that marriage is a compromise, which they've been really good about. I think you know, showing throughout the series. Um, Least favorite storyline, I said Vince's dad was mine. My runner-up was the epic storyline. Oh, yeah. What were we supposed to get from that? Like, Well, just that Tammy cares about the kids. Yeah, but... But, yeah, that was was a big waste of our lives. And we never really heard anything. I I would have liked to see her end up with JD or something. Oh, my God, that would be great. Speaking of JD, let me pull up. Uh, we had an interesting email about JD. Here, talk for a minute because I got to find it. All right. So I'm thinking Epic and JD's kid. Well, first of all, I'm trying to think about like what it would be like if if JD brought Epic home uh, <laughs> to meet the to meet the parents. I would love to be a fly on the wall of that conversation. Well, and like, cause F- or JD's mom is so ridiculous. Like, yeah, but we just never really had anything to tie together JD's story or Epic's story. Yeah. So I'd like to just think that they ended up together. Cause last we heard, Epic was just going to a new foster home. Or, no, no, no. Where was she going? Was it Juvie? J- JD's house. Okay, JD's house. Juvie. That, J- that her new foster parents are are JD's parents. Right, and JD's mom and her very 
tight bustier tank tops or whatever. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but that's it's it, it's clear that that made an impression on you. It did. She is too old to be showing that much cleavage. But oh, Tammy, God. but Tammy is like that in every episode. Tammy has like covered up as as she got towards the dean career track. She covered up a little bit, <laughs> like in her job interview. <laughs> yeah. How about Tam- Tammy's sister, though? Oh my gosh, yeah. I, that'll be fun to reflect on next week. Like going because remembering all those, like remember that shirt she bought, Julie? Yeah, the Bra- it looked like J Lo's uh, <laughs> Brazilian outfit that she wore to the yeah to the uh, the green and blue thing that she wore to the uh, music show that time. Forever ago, when she was still Puff Daddy's girlfriend. Um, okay, so speaking of JD, we had a really interesting email come in this week. Um, I'm not going to mention names because he has allowed us to share this tidbit under the, the cloak of anonymity. Um, so Jeremy Sumter is the guy who played. You said JD. you weren't. Me- you said you weren't mentioning names. I'm not mentioning the email or the guy who emailed us. This oh, that's not the guy. That he, that's J.D., the actors. That's the actor who played J.D. McCoy. Okay, okay. Jeremy Sumter. So it came up, actually, on the radio show this week because Matt and the guys were talking about Montgomery County as part of the county profiles, and Jeremy Sumter is from Montgomery County, and he played Peter Pan and the live-action Peter Pan. Oh, that was the Peter Pan guy? Yes. So J.D. McCoy. Was J.D.? Yeah. JD JD McCoy is live action Peter Pan guy. Really? And he's been Peter Pan in like uh, the one that's the guy that's been Peter Pan in like all these shows is supposed to be like the best Peter Pan. The one that they I were guess so. on the show. I'm not I'm not a well, you know, on my Peter Pan stuff. Yeah, cuz then Drew was talking about how Robin Williams was the best Peter Pan. Right. Well. Okay. Anyway, so Jeremy Sumter, the actor who plays Peter Pan is from Montgomery County. Um he played little league baseball in Montgomery County, and we have a habit from a good source that he was a pain in the ass. <laughs> so you're saying that he didn't have to dig really deep for that character. <laughs> no. he, our source writes, we had parents complain about his behavior, and he started the only fist fight. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was glad to see him go. This had to have been like 30 years ago. <laughs> it's so great. This, uh, um, Peter, this Peter Pan peter pan trash talk i know i just think it's great and then um apparently they had there's another email they had um the peter pan premiere i don't know if it was in montgomery county or whatever but he came back to town for it and the the police pulled his family over for speeding and they tried to use the excuse well we were on our way to the movie premiere excuse yeah i guess they were flying down the road oh oh I got you. You can fly. You can fly. You can fly. <laughs> oh man! So when you think of Peter Pan, like, do you think of the cartoon or like we always had that Ann M. Martin one, where it's like the the blonde woman who played. Peter oh Pan. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Wow, I haven't yeah. thought about that in forever. Yeah. yeah, I always think about the the classic, you know, Mister Smee, you know, <laughs> the Disney uh, Disney Peter Pan. Yeah. Which, by the way. I wasn't planning on talking about Peter Pan um, today, but uh, the Disney Plus Peter Pan now has a big disclaimer at the front that you have to watch because of the cultural references that are made. Really? Yeah, and it makes you watch it. Like, so when you start the movie, it plays this like screen 
with like a tick down timer, like to make sure that you've, it's like an ad on YouTube. You need to rewatch Peter Pan. Have you not? It is. It's been a long time. So, I mean, Disney was very strongly worded with, they, they said these cultural references were wrong then and they're wrong now. They're like, we're presenting this in the way that it originally was so that you will see that we've learned our lesson or something like this. It's serious. Serious stuff, man. Yeah. Peter Pan, Peter Peter Pan Pan. has has got a a whole sequence in there that you're going to be like, Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) You mean I wouldn't have picked up on that as an eight year old? (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's the one I remember. Um, it's classic, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Um, I wasn't, I don't think I was allowed to watch hook. You weren't allowed to watch anything. Well, I, I don't remember I why. What's but wrong I think with Hook? Like, is Rufio just too dangerous? Like, ooh, I, I, I'm just telling you. I wouldn't know because I wasn't allowed to watch it. So you still never seen Hook? I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. I've seen, like, oh, I've, I've been flipping through the channels and seen it. You see Julia Roberts and her terrible wig. What, who was she? She plays Tinkerbell. Oh, really? Oh, okay. It's a good movie. Did they make, did they make her, like, small? Yeah, yeah, like they like shrink her. I mean, it's like they show her most of the time like normal, and then but whenever she's flying around or whatever, she's small. But yeah, um, so if you haven't seen Hook, then you don't know the Rufio. Like I know, I know Rufio. Like I, I know it as a cultural reference. Like okay, you know, you know, Luke, I am your father. Well, I've seen Star Wars, so but I'm just saying, like people just like know that. Like I know Rufio. Like I know that. Uh, what do you know? <laughs> Rufio. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, can you come up with anything else we haven't covered? I think we've kind of got it all. I mean, is there anybody's characters that wasn't wrapped up besides besides ethics um, that you wish had been? Um, I mean, what about Lila? Couldn't get her back. They got her back for, for Sarazen's dad's funeral randomly, right. but not for the finale. Get out of here. We saw Landry like briefly. How about Jay Street? How about how about? Uh, well, they Smash? wrote his name on the wall. I know, but I mean that was weeks. We had little moments like Smash was on the TV playing like. For- I know, but like I want, I, it's the finale. Like I want to see him. Like you know, you, all, you want them all to come back to town for Matt and Julie's coach, wedding. Or- well, yeah, Matt and Julie's wedding, or 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 they all show up at coach's first practice in, in Philadelphia. And we're like, all going to Philadelphia. We're going to love p- playing for coach, you know, like it'll be great, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess we, we got a brief moment with Landry. Um, t- we didn't see, and there wasn't like a crucifictorious concert that we were treated to. That'd right? have been nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think they did as best they could while making it believable. Um, nice. A cliffhanger could have been good, you know, like, like, you know, it's the, it's, it's the, um, they turn off the lights at the end, they're walking off the field. And then like the guy that Landry killed, like walking through, <laughs> walking through the dark, you know, just crawling through. Yeah. 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 That would have been good. That would have oh, been good. Well, yeah. they've talked about, I don't know if they just closed the book on it for good, but they had talked about doing a movie for a while like turning the series into not, I guess not starting from, you know, scratch with it, but having like a reunion or whatever in a movie. So like the next chapter. I, I would watch that. 
Yeah, I totally would too. So I don't, I haven't looked up. It's been a couple of years since that rumor kind of started. And, up. and the actress that plays Tyra could maybe, you know, up her price from $35. You know, if that happened, I'm sure there are probably a lot of people that. On cameo. Uh, buddy. <laughs> on cameo. Buddy, buddy, like buddy included here, uh, you know, that probably would appreciate that, uh, that little movie bone. Yeah, I know. He's in the movie too, so. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's in both Friday Night Lights, the movie and the Does TV. he play Buddy? think he does i don't remember i i don't okay. know we'll find out soon when we watch. i'm excited to watch it yeah that'll be yeah. good all right gang well send us your feedback uh again we're doing our series wrap up next week we'll probably have baby bop and mac come join us um i know they they want to weigh in on some stuff what about buddy have buddy you, we'll you work it on it you got you got it cleared yeah it, i mean is is my bookie gonna make it happen i don't know my my bookie we're, we're we need you Promo code OTT. What would you say the MyBookie odds are of us getting Buddy on the next episode? I put it at a good plus 200. I'm going to say three to one that we get it. All right. Yeah, I like that confidence. All right. All right, right, guys. Clear eyes, full hearts. Go Kate. Go Kate. Beat Tim C.